0: As you all know, I use Anchor FM to record all of my podcasts. If you haven't heard about Anchor by Spotify, it's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need in one place. Anchor has all the tools that allows you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. And to top it off, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts and more it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place and best of all y'all it's completely free 3.99 download the anchor app or go to anchor fm to get started Welcome back to Black and Blooming. I'm your host, Dahlia J. Don't forget to follow my show on Spotify and Apple Podcasts to be notified when I post new episodes. And you can follow the podcast on Instagram at Black and Blooming Pod. This episode, I did have a few people leave um, messages, voice messages, actually, in regards to my episode last week about embracing my blackness. Which, if you have not listened to that episode, please go back and listen to it. It's a really good one. You're definitely going to love it. and it will be um just head to my main podcast page and you can listen there but i am going to take this time out to go ahead and play uh the voice messages that were left so
1: hey dally i just wanted to say that i really enjoyed your podcast like i don't know i feel like you're so professional and just the way that you described your experiences you know from high school and you know, even as far as the elementary that's carried on and has affected your life into adulthood is, you know, some it's very brave, especially to be vulnerable, you know, with a situation like that. And, yeah, and a lot of, a lot of what you said I can relate to. I mean, we know what happened, how it was so hard to find people that were attracted to us. I mean, even black men. I remember... Um, some black men yeah who would say mean things to us and kind of like have us like as a butt of the joke and you know just looking back you know if i were to really like if i could get a book or a video and just see like how you know what things were said to me or to you like we will probably be like wow that was that was racist because like being so sheltered in that little town like it's it's like it happened so much that we probably didn't realize but it's not until we moved away and you know you know we've experienced diversity and you know good people that you now realize like wow like my high school was terrible like my high school experience was terrible but yeah there were so many times like you know, throughout the podcast that I was just like, Wow, like you hit it right on the nail and it was really nice enjoying this. I actually did this well did not did this, but I listened to it while I did homework. Um, it was just really nice. You know, I, I feel like you you um you use really nice words, like you're very eloquent and I don't know, I feel like you're always prepared when you do your podcast. You flow easily and i really like too. like even though we did experience racism and stuff from white people that we do experience prejudice from black people because oh we don't know this i really love that you shared something so deep with us and especially because like i don't know it kind of helped me to in a way like you well not heal but just like get some closure i guess especially from lebanon and all that but no, I really just, I really, really enjoyed this podcast, um, this episode, and, you know, I'm really happy that you're, you know, like you said, like, you're you're embracing your blackness. You're embracing, you know, the parts of you that you had to hide, that you had to, you know, simmer down just to try to fit in or, you know, be tolerable to the white folks at our school. And, you know, I'm just really glad, too, that you were able to get away from high school because you definitely deserved to get out of that environment. And yeah, do appreciate the support, y'all. And I
0: really definitely enjoy connecting with you and hopefully in the future we can build more of a community and more engagement. I would like to start off this episode with a disclaimer that I am not a health professional and that all opinions expressed within this podcast are my own. So I am not here to give you professional advice. Do not take my advice as professional, clinical, you know, mental health wellness advice because I'm not qualified for any of those things. That's not what I went to college for. So just take this podcast and this episode and the contents at face, you know, value. Um, so this episode, we're going to be talking about five things that I know about healing. If you did not know, it's episode five of season two. I figured that this would be a good semi midpoint to kind of dive into like my healing process because I talk about that a lot on the show. Let's go ahead and dive right into this episode. So the first thing that I would like to say about healing is that it's not instantaneous. It's not. Um, healing is not instantaneous. It can't be rushed. It's not going to happen overnight. Um, when I first started my healing journey, I was trying to put a timeline on how long it should take for me to heal. I was very much trying to put a timeline and a rush on you know how long it should take for me to heal like oh if I want to be healed by this age or I want to be healed by blah 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 age I need to start going to therapy right this instant because if I don't go right this instant I'm not going to be well enough in that time and at the end of the day you cannot rush those things like you can't put a timeline on it you can't say I need to be over all of my issues and all of my trauma in the next 2 years. Like that's not realistic and it's not setting yourself up for success. And I feel like that's definitely an issue that I've had going into therapy. I was like, "Oh, if I start therapy now, like I should be good by like, you know, 22." Here I am 22. Like it does not work like that. It just doesn't. You know, same sentiment. It's not instantaneous. Some days you'll be fine and others you won't like some days you will have a perfectly good day you know you won't experience um waves of grief you won't experience you know flashbacks to like different traumas of yours you will have very good normal regular days and other days you won't other days you will feel like other days you'll feel like it just happened like you'll you'll have thought that you were over something and then it comes up a different day and the next thing you know you're crying about it and you're sad all over again and you you know need to talk to somebody or you need to take some time away like that is normal and that's normally how it goes in that fact you just have to trust the process you can't expect yourself to be over all these things super super fast like you can't expect it to be rushed you can't expect it to happen in this golden time that you're wanting it to be because at the end of the day it's going to take you however long it takes you to heal having an expectation that it's going to happen instantly is going to set you up to want to quit you're not going to want to stick with you know working on healing and working on bettering yourself if you keep experiencing road bumps when you expected it to be easy so don't have that expectation of what it will be like because that's not true and it won't set you up for success the second thing that i've learned about um healing is that it's very much a solo journey and what i mean by solo journey isn't that you have to necessarily go through it entirely alone but you do have to go through it alone in some ways in some cases you definitely do have to go through it alone like no one else can heal you like no one else can heal for you it's not their responsibility it's your responsibility to put in the work to build the better habits go and process different things that have happened to you that's your responsibility no one else can heal you no one else can tell you well if you do x y and z this is going to make you feel better that's not what therapists are for that's not what support systems are for they're there to support you but they're not there to try to heal for you. They're not there to lay out the roadmap for you. So you can be like, okay, if I do steps one through eight, then I'll be healed. Thanks for giving me the, right, you know, the roadmap. Like, that's not how it works. Um, and then I do want to acknowledge that with it being a solo journey, it can be more difficult if you have a limited support system. And what I mean by this is your friends and family may not be supportive of you healing. They may be saying like, oh there's nothing wrong with this or there's nothing wrong with that like you don't need to change because they are comfortable with that about themselves but if you are not comfortable about those things and they're not making you happy then you are allowed to change your mind and you are allowed to change so you have to figure out like what changes can be made and not depend on other people to be there for you constantly i know a lot of people base their healing and moving forward over relying on others but you really cannot rely solely on other people because if someone else falls through or they can't come through for you in the way that you need or the way that you want then you don't have a healthy foundation for actually healing because your healing was dependent on someone else not dependent on the actions of yourself because you can't control other people you can only control yourself so if you let yourself down, you let yourself down, you can decide to do better the next time and pick yourself back up. But if someone else lets you down, you can't make that decision for them to do better and pick you back up or anything of that sort. So I feel like it's really necessary to let yourself to make sure that you're depending on yourself and not you know other people because it definitely can be harder if you have a limited support system and also what comes along with that is I also feel like when you are solely depending on other people for your healing you did not ask them if that's what they were willing to do you did not ask this person if they were willing to be there all the time or be one of the people of your soul support system to help you heal you didn't ask them if that was something that they were ready to do and most people are not equipped to do that to begin with so if you're putting these expectations on them and these have not been discussed with them they don't even know that these are the expectations that you have for them again you're setting yourself up for failure you are setting yourself up for disappointment and that is unfortunate so instead of depending on other people, instead of relying on other people, make sure that you are the foundation of your healing. You are the one who you're leaning on and you are depending on to heal. Because other people, you can't control what other people do, but you can control what you do. Um, I would also say allow yourself to feel the emotions. Processing is likely the first step at least it was for me so I have I still am I still am and still have a lot of processing to do there's a lot of things that happened or that I went through or that I encountered or endured that I did not actually have the space to process I went through it and I wasn't given the space to process it. I just had to keep going and like pretend like it wasn't happening or pretend like it didn't happen and keep moving past it and keep moving and keep moving and keep moving. And so I never had that opportunity to actually slow down and process it. And then there were definitely times when I tried to share what I had gone through with others and they were kind of similar in the way that they were wanting me to push through it push through it move past it and not actually be in that moment and feel it because they're thinking oh well it happened x amount of months ago or it happened x amount of years ago so at this point she needs to work past it it's like no I need to feel those emotions because when it happened I, I wasn't allowed to process how I felt I just had to keep moving forward so I feel like allowing yourself to feel the emotions and processing is a huge step. And I feel like that's definitely something that can be tried by a lot of people before they go on to just trying to heal and like magically do all these different things. Um, and I want to say, even if the feelings are uncomfortable or they're sad, allow yourself to feel them, even if they're not good feelings, even if it's a wave of sadness that washes over you you should try to allow yourself if it's the right moment if you're in a safe place if you're in a safe space to feel that emotion because one thing that i'm learning and i've honestly actively been working on is continuously pushing down emotions will lead to a breakdown or explosion i'm the type of person who i do this with friends i do this with a lot of things because i was i had become so accustomed and i'm still trying to get out of the fact that When I felt upset about something or when I didn't like something, I wasn't allowed to express how I felt because there was nothing that was going to be done about it. Like, oh, you can say how you feel. But at the end of the day, I'm going to keep doing this because, you know, I'm your parent or I'm an elder or I'm an adult or this is just how things work. So I have come to a point where I don't communicate. I don't communicate things with people. And tell them like I don't like I didn't really like when you did that or I don't I didn't really like when you did this because I'm so used to people brushing it to a side or continuously doing the same thing. So I just don't say anything and then it leads to either a me having a breakdown and crying and being super duper upset and having to take a mental health day and all these different things or. An explosion of anger, like an explosion of anger and emotion. And it's like they'll do one thing, and that's like the tipping point, the final straw. I'm like, you know what? I didn't really care that. I didn't really care for when you did this or when you did that or blah, 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 or da, da, da. da. Like, I can't stand you. I don't understand why you did X, Y, and Z. And I'll literally be mentioning things that happened months ago. Mind you, I'm putting myself on blast I'm talking about my toxic traits, but it could help somebody. And I will literally be mentioning things that happened months ago because when it first initially happened, I did not mention it. I did not address it. And I'm learning that you need to address it right when it happens because people don't know that they're upsetting you. People are unaware that they're upsetting you because to them, that's just how they are. That's just what they do. That's just how they go about day-to-day life. That's just how they go about things. So if you don't tell them that what they're doing is upsetting you they're not gonna know and that's a problem within itself like you need to let people know that they're upsetting you you need to let people know that what they did wasn't okay for you and you don't want them to do it again and if they do do it again out the door out the door you're gone you're gone And I would also say set aside time to feel your true emotions. And this could be a variety of things. Some examples of things that I have recently, and I mean very recently, like as of last week, have been trying to implement into my daily life is praying. Because when I'm alone with God, I can talk to him about what I'm feeling and I can address it. If I'm feeling sad, I can talk to him about it. I can cry. I can let out all of that emotion. And I don't have to worry about it building up because I release that like release it as it comes release it every day. Don't wait till it builds up and then release it. You have a lot to release. So release it every day. Um, Journaling. That's also another big thing that I love doing. Um, And I've definitely made it my mission to get back into doing that because I haven't really done it as much because I was avoiding my motion emotions. Um, but it's definitely something that i'm trying to get back into and also reading like i know like you're focused on the story but reading is intellectual people it's intellectually stimulating okay so depending on what you're reading about what the contents of what you're reading is it will get you thinking it will get you thinking about how this could apply to your life or you're simply enjoying the story and you're like you know thinking about like why is this person acting like this why is this person saying these things but you are still like you know, allowing yourself to have that free time to kind of unwind and process. Um, I have been avoiding my emotions a lot lately over, I would say, fresh things. Like last week, I talked about embracing my blackness and all of the things that came along with that, which, mind you, was kind of a difficult episode for me to record. But I had finally decided to talk about those things. But there are current things going on or more recent things Outside of something that happened like maybe eight or nine years ago that I'm still not fully processing or really acknowledging. And so I'm trying to acknowledge it before it builds up to a point where I end up having a breakdown where I'm crying and I have to, you know, take a mental health day or where it's like an explosion of anger and an outburst. So let's work on doing that, y'all. Take take some time each day um number four i learned that healing is uncomfortable y'all when i say healing is uncomfortable i mean healing is uncomfortable it does not always feel good when i first started my healing journey i i was like why am i not making progress because you go on tiktok and social media uh, social media can be so toxic but You go on TikTok and you see all these different people online. You see people posting these aesthetically pleasing videos where they are healing and their healing journey looks so perfect. They get up every morning at 6 a.m. They work out. They make breakfast. They read. They write. They journal. They work from home because that's a key element of healing according to TikTok. You have to work from home to be able to do that. Um they go out for friends go out with friends for drinks you know living the life because everybody just has great friends on deck oh yeah if they're not going out with friends then they are going out to like this fancy restaurant they're eating dinner alone and eating dinner out and about and you know just all these different things and they're like coming home by themselves and they're um sitting on their couch watching a movie with um, a glass of wine and this meal that they cooked from scratch and all these different things and you know a good video like that on TikTok is like oh wow healing is glamorous healing is so you know great like oh my goodness like that's what healing is like sign me up that's what healing is like I want that but they don't show you the days that you don't want to get up out of bed They don't show you the days that it's hard to get yourself to make breakfast. They don't show you the days that you don't have anyone to talk to and, you know, all of a sudden you're overwhelmed with grief and you're crying about something that you thought that you had healed from, something that you thought that you were over. They don't show you all those things in their TikToks. They just show you all the glamorous parts, you know, going out with friends and, Being alone. That's another key part. Being alone. You got to live alone. You got to be single. Got to live alone. You can't be in a relationship. You can't live with other people. According to those TikToks, they don't show you all of the other. They don't show you the downside of healing. They don't show you the part of healing that doesn't feel good because healing doesn't always feel good you're addressing traumatic events, you're addressing trauma, you are addressing internalized beliefs about yourself and trying to change them. And that's not always a good feeling. Mind you, to be honest, normally, it's not a good feeling because you're normally sad, you're normally like, wow, I can't believe that I internalized this thought process about myself. You're like, I can't believe that I thought, or I think this way about myself subconsciously. It's not a good feeling when you make those realizations, it's not because you're realizing the toxicity of your own mindset in how you feel about yourself and how you view view life in general. And trying to establish new habits is challenging and it requires continuous efforts. Y'all, I'm still trying to establish habits. I have been working with my therapist, I would probably say, I've been working from, with my therapist for maybe six months now, maybe five or six months. There are still habits that I'm trying to break and that I'm trying to start new ones of. Like there are still habits that I am struggling to break and establish. So it's not comfortable because when you don't establish that habit in the time that you thought you could establish that habit, you get, I become frustrated. I'm frustrated, I'm angry, I'm upset. Cause I'm like, Why is this so hard? Why is this not happening? Like, this is ridiculous. Like, I should be doing this by now. Like, I should not, it should not be taking me this long to do this. But it does. And healing is not always comfortable in that regard. Another thing that I want to address with healing being uncomfortable, we associate comfortability with goodness. And one phrase that I really try to keep in mind is that if you're too comfortable, you're not doing something right. Because we often become comfortable in our trauma. And I am guilty of this. I am guilty of this. And so many people are guilty of this and do not understand or even know it. Like, your trauma has become your identity. We identify with our trauma rather than acknowledging what it that it's something that we went through and not who we are. I'm going to say that again. We identify with our trauma rather than acknowledging that it is what we went through and not who we are. You may have had a dad who wasn't in your life, such as myself. You may have been someone who was abused. You may have been someone who, you know, was bullied or you may have been someone who was berated by others. You are not, you are not, oh, You're that girl who doesn't have a dad. You're not that man who was abused by so-and-so. You are not whoever who their trauma, your trauma is not your identity. That is something that you went through, but that does not define your personality. That does not define who you are in life unless you let it, unless you allow it to. And one thing that I've definitely realized and I've been reflecting on recently for quite some time is I have been so comfortable in my trauma and just being like, yes, this happened to me and that's why I am this way. But I don't have to be that way. Just because it happened to me doesn't mean that I have to be that way. I don't have to be that way. You don't have to allow what happened to you to define who you are and how you operate in life. Yes, it will have an effect on who you are as a person. It will have an effect on how you operate in certain things that you do. But you can move past that. You don't have to let it be your entire identity and who you are. And I feel like that's another thing that's not mentioned when we talk about healing being uncomfortable. Is the fact that the reason why where you are is comfortable and why healing feels so foreign. Is this is honestly something that my therapist and I talked about. Was because you're doing something that's outside of the norm. You're so used to thinking in this manner. You're so used to feeling like this. That you doing something different is extremely challenging and it's extremely foreign to you. Therefore, it feels uncomfortable and you want to go back to what you know. Don't do that. Do not go back to what you know. And lastly, I just want to say give yourself grace. Healing is a process. It's a journey. I personally believe that there is no necessarily an end point. To healing because there are always going to be things that happen. There are continuously going to be things that happen, whether it's things that we've experienced, whether it's people that we're losing. There will always be something to heal from as long as we are here on this earth. So I don't think that healing should be viewed as an end point, an end goal. I think it's viewed as a journey because it's never ending. You are always healing. And I think you always should be healing because like I said before, there are always things that we're going to go through. There will always be things that come up and there will always be something to heal from. And I think what comes with that is don't compare yourself to others. That is everything that I'm telling y'all that I've learned. I'm guilty of. Yes. That's why I'm telling you. That's why I'm communicating to the masses or the five people that listen. But just because other people took x amount of time to heal and this specific thing that they did worked for them and their healing does not mean it has to work for you you are a completely different person you have completely different needs you have completely different experiences just because this person joined a dance club and that healed them from whatever doesn't necessarily mean that you joining a dance club is going to heal you now that doesn't mean that you shouldn't go out and try new things i absolutely do think that you should do that but If you joining this dance club doesn't necessarily heal you and make you feel some sort of way, the way that they've expressed that they feel, do not compare yourself to them. Don't feel bad because it didn't work for you. And just because this person healed in a year or two and they bounced back from what happened to them and the same thing happened to you and it's taking you double that amount of time, Well, that's because it's you. It's your journey. Don't compare yourself to them because you're not them. You are not them. Maybe it hurts you more. Maybe it caused more internal, you know, emotional damage than what it caused them. So don't compare yourself to other people and their healing journey. Um, And I honestly think that comparing yourself to other people is really hindering you. It really hinders you because... Every time you go on and you're like, well, I'm not feeling this way or I'm not here or I'm not this or I'm not that or blah, 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 blah. You are consistently telling yourself that you're not good enough. You're consistently telling yourself that something must be wrong with you because you are not where that other person is. And it's hindering you from actually focusing on you and your healing journey rather than focusing on other people and what's going on with them you got to fix your stuff first you can't be comparing yourself to other people and then be like oh why why is this happening for them why is this blah blah blah?" no fix yourself first don't worry about other people there is no and then fix yourself first don't worry about other people and i also think you need to be gentle with yourself because this is new this is foreign to you you may you may slip up and what i mean by slip up is you may fall back into bad habits or thinking patterns. Like, let's say you are trying to stop drinking as a coping mechanism. You may slip up and have you may slip up and feel bad one day and decide to have a glass of wine or decide to have a shot or whatever the case may be. You messed up, but now it's it's time to it's time to hop back on the saddle and get back onto what you're trying to do for yourself. Um, different thinking patterns you may be trying to be more positive towards yourself and one remark one day you may make a negative comment towards yourself whether it's your appearance whether it's how you think how well you do at your job any of these different things you know it may cause you to feel some sort of way you may slip into that thought process of thinking but again you know Try to do better. Compliment yourself. Just if you start thinking badly about yourself, then you can always hop back onto the. You can also, you can always compliment yourself and go back to trying to think more positively about yourself. You don't have to stay in that negative thought process. And I just believe that slipping up just means that you need to start over. That just means to start over the next day and do better. You may do something, you may slip into old patterns, you may slip into old habits one day, but you know what, what matters is the next day. It doesn't matter the day that you slipped up, what matters is the next day. Are you going to continue, you know, following that old pattern and backsliding or are you going to wake up the next day and be like, you know what, I messed up yesterday, but today I'm going to make a conscientious decision to not do that again. I'm going to make a conscious decision to choose healing over hindering. Um, so yes, I really hope that this episode helped people and that, you know, y'all are able to get something out of it. These are just things that I've been learning throughout my healing journey. Um, it may not apply to you. It may apply to you. Hopefully you can kind of take some things out of this and relate to them and resonate with them and recognize that you may be experiencing the same things and that it's okay because you are not the only person in the boat. We just got to keep pushing through it. We got to keep pushing gotta move on up to the east side and the east side is betterment so let's go um thank you for listening to the black and blooming podcast if you enjoyed today's episode follow the show and leave a rating on spotify and apple podcast you can also leave reviews on certain podcast platforms and you can answer this week's question um actually this week i will be posting a poll rather than a question normally i do post a question but i'll be posting a poll Um, you can also keep up with the podcast by following me on Instagram at black and blooming pod. Again, that's black and blooming pod. It will be linked in the description of this episode. And lastly, don't forget to share the podcast with friends and family. And thank you again for listening. See you in a few weeks. Bye.